Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work, Kathy Elster and Catherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Catherine. Hi everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Catherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office Overtime. So today we thought we would um, ask you a question. Are you an enabler at work? Yes. Mm. So what do we mean by that? Uh, We mean that you're the person who, if someone's expressing any kind of difficulty, you just jump in and do their job. Yes. You make everything run smoothly. You're exhausted at the end of the week and everyone else doesn't know what happened. Everyone else is just (laughs) fine. (laughs) And so you enable others to, you make it life easier for others, which on one hand, is not a bad thing, but it's really not a good thing because Mm -hmm. ultimately I think people become resentful Uh that you didn't allow them to grow, that you didn't really allow them to do their job. Um, even though maybe they took you up on it once or twice, eventually Mm. I think it's not a good thing. I agree. You know? Yeah. Because you're not allowing them to be held accountable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was going to, I jotted down a few things. So, uh, which may, be, may come under the uh, heading of enabling. You may be covering for someone mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. not around, mm-hmm. right? You may be jumping in to help someone mm-hmm. even before they ask for help. Right. You may be correcting someone's mistakes, spending hours correcting their mistakes so that they don't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You may be protecting someone from a manager or someone in a higher mm-hmm. position because you know that if they knew what's really happening, that person would get in trouble. Uh-huh. I used to be an enabler. <laughs> you were too, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 You know, I used to enable, you know, family members also mm. because I would just sort of jump in and do it. Well, I'll do it. It's so much easier right. for me to clean up the table because I can do it right. in 10 seconds. Right. 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 You know, oh, I'll just make dinner because, you know, why not? So, uh, mm. you know, if you're a really... Um, What's, what's it called? Like, I, I'm pretty productive. You're so, capable and competent. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for me to do it, but I am exhausted at the end of the day because I've yeah. done right. more than my share of work. Right. So it, it took some therapy and it took a while for me to not do that. Mm-hmm. To just stop uh-huh. and let other people be accountable. And so if it doesn't get done, it doesn't get done. You know, like what? it's not the end of the world. Right. And then they face the consequences. Right. Or they grow up and they learn how to do it. Now, I did lose some friends. <laughs> because people Who didn't were, like your they, lack of enabling. They didn't like it. And they found someone else, I'm sure. That's mm-hmm. And that is the most important thing. Yeah. And the, people who like to be taken care of will find someone else to take care of them if yep. you stop well, how do doing they it. do that? They just... <laughs> they can sniff them out. They, they can. They're usually very... So enablers are by nature very giving people, yes. as you are, Kathy, as am I, as is Logan, right? And mm-hmm. in the sense that they want to help. That's mm-hmm. your impulse. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And they also tend to know themselves to be quite self-sufficient. So mm. they then assume other people's needs are more important or stronger than mm. theirs, right? Because you've got the strength, you've got the stamina, you can handle it. Mm. So if you're listening and you identify with these characteristics, there's a good chance that you may be doing some enabling. And yeah. one mm. of the telltale signs is that you are exhausted. Right. And another telltale, telltale sign is that you may feel a little resentful Full. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. When everyone's left, or when you just spent your weekend fixing someone else's report that right. they didn't do. Right. Uh, and you, you're not feeling so good. Right. Yeah, I've really had to hold back. You know, I used to shop for the neighbors. Like I would do, Ooh. you know, all kinds of things because it was like, mm-hmm. I'm already going. Like, what's the big right. deal? Right, mm-hmm. right. But I think there was also a part of me that wanted people to like me. Yes. I also think that's a piece of it. It's earning, yes, earning appreciation from mm-hmm. people. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got over that. So <laughs> I think if I do it now, it's sort of by accident or maybe an emergency, like it has to get done. Yeah. But right. I don't really do that. And uh, I know that people don't like it. Right. Mm. No, they, well, then this is the interesting thing is that often quietly and unconsciously, they may resent you right. for working, for doing them right. a quote favor mm-hmm. or for doing, giving help when it's not requested, you yeah, know? For sure. Um, and so when we were talking about this, we were talking about, well, how do you stop? And one way you stop is you stop jumping in. You stop providing unrequested assistance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. one start. Yeah. I had this friend who just had the just awful taste in people. And I always felt the need to protect her. Yes. And then I would fight with these people. But, you know, <laughs> she, like, she never really wanted me to do that. So look, right. I, I don't, I'm not really friends with her anymore. So now she probably has all these horrendous people around her, which is fine. It's fine. I don't know why right. I did that. Right. But, you know, anyway. So, yeah, that's just to mark your example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so in, in work, to, to be an enabler in work is really exhausting. Like to do it in your personal life is one thing, but then to do it at work, yeah. you know, it is, if you're very young, you probably have the energy, but eventually, mm-hmm. you know, right. you age mm-hmm. out of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So you should start looking at that now. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you getting out of it? Why are you doing it? Right. Um, right. And if you, if you tend to do this, then I think the thing you want to think about, and maybe you get, you know, work with a coach or work with a mentor, work with a therapist, whatever, but you figure out how can I still be helpful, be of service and not enable, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's possible Mm -hmm. to do one and not do the other, but it takes practice and it also takes feeling like what you're doing is enough. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think I would, um, you know, sometimes just disappear if I thought they needed, you know, they needed me to finish something and yeah. then they would have to do it Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they couldn't find me. So right, there was no right. way they could ask right. or, you know, whine or whatever they did. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, it takes a lot of strength. Right. Just get really busy all of a sudden. Right. Right. The general message is <laughs> I'm not available. Right. right. And you may also have to say, I can't do that, you know, mm-hmm. or I've, I've reached my limit. Now, here's the trick. When you stop enabling, some people are going to double their efforts <laughs> oh, yeah. to get you back on the platform. Pushback. Yeah. Like I bet the friend that you mentioned 
probably unconsciously would try to re-enroll you yes. mm. in fighting her battles. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's interesting is that she never would let go of these really distasteful people. Mm. And then finally, everyone around me said, I, I can't stand that girl. Like, mm. I just don't like the people she hangs around right, with. Right, right. So what was I doing? Right. You know, so, yeah, I don't do any of that anymore. And I hope she's happy. Probably trying to protect her. I mean... I was trying to protect her. Yeah. I felt really protective of her. Right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, right. that's another story. So back to um, being an enabler at work. Yeah. 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 This, you know, these are not your friends. So, mm. you know, it, 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 it's in a way it's um, dangerous to do this at work because right. it, it probably is holding you back on some level. That's sure. right. Sure. Are you getting credit for all of this work no. that you're doing? Yeah. They're not paying you extra for all of this work that you're That's doing. That's right. Your boss probably doesn't even know that you're doing everybody else's work or correcting their mistakes. That's right. And I've seen many times that some one person, a strong, heroic worker, mm-hmm. enables another person. Mm-hmm. They resent the person they're helping, mm-hmm. but they don't want anyone to know. <laughs> you know. So it's like you get yourself in this tangle. Right. Right. What if that person gets promoted and you don't, and you're the one that was doing all of their work? That's right. Yeah, yeah, it's not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) It, You know, living it wasn't as bad as talking about it. Uh, It sounds awful. Right. But I think a lot of people just do it naturally, right? Yes. And it kind of like you fall into that habit. Well, because it's the impulse to help. It's two things. The impulse to help, and as you mentioned, it's the desire, it's the belief that if I'm helpful, I'm also more valuable and likable. Exactly. I will be liked. Right. And so it, it takes a while to disentangle those two impulses, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or to say, all right, of course you want to be liked, but let's figure out healthier ways to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Right. I remember when I, you know, not seeing the value of not helping, like thinking they're not going to like me because that's Mm. what I bring to the relationship. That's right. Mm. Well, what's interesting is that users, those being the ones who like to employ enablers, (laughs) they can spot that a mile away, right? So they'll be usually very ingratiating, at least at the beginning. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, could you do this for me? Oh my God, you're so great. Thank you so much. And you do it and they're like, oh my God, you know, another thing has come up. Could you do this for me? You're the Mm. best. You're the best. And so that can be like music to your enabling ears. <laughs> oh my God, we're like, reliving the best. my life. Yeah, no, are we all having flashbacks right now? I am. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you have to be on to those, and that's by so secret. Um, it's like from the user playbook or from something. From the right? user playbook, exactly. They know who they can play. Yeah. Right. They absolutely know. And they are not busy sacrificing for you. That's right. the other thing That's you may right. want they to never notice. <laughs> That's right. How are you jumping in to help me? Right. No, no. They they're never They're leaving do. early, going to the bar, doing, doing who knows what. <laughs> No, they can't get themselves anywhere on time, so there's no way Uh they can help me Uh because I'm there a half an hour early. Right, 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 right. Right, Right. that's right. No, I I think I got it, Um, and um, (laughs) I've, yeah, I'm working on it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the therapy, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we hope this has been helpful to you. Join us next time for another My Crazy Office 
podcast. In the meantime, we hope you get to reduce your enabling to a minimum. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at Key Squared Studios. Stay crazy.